Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Good evening. How are we? Welcome to the Den Debate. Nearly 250 people on before the music has already stopped. I thought it could be a big audience tonight. Demand is high. In this latest, what is it? A fairy tale? Hopefully, it don't turn into a nightmare. Uh, Neil Harris is back at the club once again. The fairy tale continues for him. The prodigal son, prodigal son returns. He's prodigal, by the way. I look like this thing, prodigal. Um, and we're joined by two Lions TV legends, Joe and Peter May Man. How are you, Peter May Man? Good evening. <laughs> if you could look back. Uh, six months, a year, when we're out with City Charge and say we've had two managers over the last five, six years, well, longer than that, isn't it? Seven years. And then within the next six months, we're going to have a manager for 19 games. He's then going to get sacked and we're going to bring back Neil Harris. What would you have said? Be, oh, I, I, I don't know. You wouldn't believe it in one minute, would you? Um, you know, especially with... Um, you know, Neil's track record in the last since he left, you know, which ain't been great, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, done 18 months at Cardiff, then he's done, I don't know, is it nearly a year at Gillingham, uh, and then he's on to Cambridge. He didn't, and he's like, um, he wasn't spectacular in any one of them jobs, was he? Um, mm. But you, you, you can see that they brought him back for this, I think, the sole reason that. To bring some uh, sort of ump to the players, you know, like to say what it matters to Millwall, which wasn't we, which we wasn't getting under Edwards, unfortunately. Yeah, we'll get on to Edwards in a minute, Joe. What's your thoughts when you when you heard that news? I'm going to be uh, very cynical here, and uh, a lot of people might not agree with me, but I think this is nothing short of a shambles, in my opinion. <laughs> I think um, in such a short space of time, we've gone from being uh, one of the best-run clubs in the country to a bit of a circus act. That's the way I see it. Um, listen, uh, Edwards had to go. Um, on first reading yesterday, I just, I still do think it's a massive backward step going back to Harris. Um, feels like we've gone five years back in time. Um, mm. But now the dust has settled. I've, I've calmed down a bit today. You can see the reasons... Why he would have been uh, brought in? 
hopefully gives the uh, players a, a kick up the backside. And there's, he's probably one of the, the better options out there for someone that can do that. But what really got me was the whole 18-month contract thing. Fair enough, if, if he kept us up, brilliant. Um, but I just think then if we stay up, where's the ambition next season? I, I can't see us moving forwards. Mm. We'll get on to Harrison. His life with us in the championship previous and signings he made. And he made some very good ones because some of them are still, well, the majority of them really are still the mainstay of our side, aren't they? Okay, you can argue that um, Polkowski doesn't play anymore, but Sean Hutchinson, if fit, Murray Wallace, Jake Cooper, Ryan Leonard, George Savile, Tom Bradshaw. So there was definitely some positive Harris signings. We're going to cover as well. Obviously, he made sort of 10 signings, didn't he, before his departure. And a lot of people believe that that's, you know, he's taking it as far as he could. But we'll get on to Harris shortly. Um, this all started for us yesterday, boys, didn't it? Was it uh, sorry, day before yesterday. Some of them, I'll, I'll get a lot of DMs, obviously, and um, some of them are just from mad people. Some of them are people who are sort of telling them quite a lot. And this guy who sent me a message the day before yesterday, I won't say how he knew it, but he said to me, um, Neil Harris is going to come back if Edwards doesn't get the job done on Saturday at Southampton because um, Harris didn't want his first game in charge being away at Southampton. I'm not sure I believe that part. And I put it in our WhatsApp group, didn't I? And I said, I don't know this guy. I'm not sure how true it is. And everyone went, nah, that's bollocks. And then, fuck me, what was it? 12 hours later? Yeah. The rumours started and then it just, it absolutely snowballed and, and, and the gaffer is back once again. He scares me, Neil Harris. I find it quite scary. That's a good thing. <laughs> I wouldn't like to take a bollocking of him. I don't know why. Uh, he, he seems calm on the outside, doesn't he, when you see him in interviews. But um, as a player, he, he did have that, that sort of side to him. So uh, we'll, we'll soon see if he does that in the dressing room. I reckon he could. Based on performances. Yeah, I reckon he could blow a, lip, blow a gasket, Pete. What do you reckon? Oh, oh, 100%. It would give it about this, um, the the um, the so-called Millwall way. Um, of, like, I think I listened to Danny Murphy on the radio after the, the rumour had come through um, that Neil Harris is possibly taking over from Finia. And um, uh, Danny Murphy turned around and said that uh, when you go down to Millwall these days, it's like walking apart. The amount of games and goals we've seen in the last... Uh, this season at home, I think like clubs come to us and walk all over us. He said, but he said when we used to go at Mill years ago, we knew when we got down there, we've got a game on our hands. There's a there's a game plan, and we've got to be up for this. If we're not up for it, we're going to get turned over. And that is what a lot of Mill fans would call the Mill way, the battling and the things like that. And and I think that's what comes with Harris, isn't it? It does come with Harris, you know. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, I, I did see a Cambridge fan put on one of our comments. Thank. Thank fuck you've taken him. It's some of the worst football I've ever seen at Cambridge. Oh, we know we're not, we know we're not going to get total football. And he did say that himself. He said it's not Jurgen Klopp walking building. But I think if there's a man for a job at this particular time for me, I, I wouldn't have I couldn't have picked anyone better. I actually think it's a master. I actually think get what Joe's saying. I actually think it's a master show. But we're going to get onto that later. First off, obviously, let's have a look how he got the job. Unfortunately, Joe Edwards, if I can find him, there he is. Joe Edwards was sacked 
as Millwall manager. So I'm going to talk a little bit now about Joe Edwards. Uh, feel free to join in in the comments. I actually feel sorry for the guy. Um, the, mm. the only issue I had with Edwards, and I did say this from the start, was if it doesn't go well for him and it goes bad quickly, you know, it's a it's a fucking huge job, huge fan base to to try and um, pacify things aren't going right. Probably the you know the most volatile one out there. Let's let's be honest. Um, but we see it now in football. You know, it's a results business, and Joe Edwards has been sacked. Um, Joe, what what do you think about Edwards? Start to finish, it started fucking brilliantly, didn't it? Yeah, um, personally, I think it had to happen. I've been thinking a lot about it today, and a lot of it is it's strange because it's a bit of a catch 22, really. Because there's been some spells with him in charge where I, I particularly pick out the first game, Sheffield Wednesday game, and that Middlesbrough game at home a few weeks back. The first sort of half hour of that Middlesbrough game, or even it might have even been most of the first half. We all come down at half time and we were saying, this is the best football, one of the best performances we have seen in years. Mm. But unfortunately, the, the results just weren't coming with it. And we were on a massive uh, downward spiral. And I think we were only going one way. And my problem with him is I feel like he come in and he said sort of what he wanted to try and do. And he said, I'm not going to change things too quickly. It's got to be a slow process. But I feel like we have tried to go too quick. And it's turned out disastrous. That The whole playing out the back, we, we haven't got the players there. <laughs> Trying to play out the back with um, Cooper and Wes Harding, it's just been uh, comical at times. And Yeah, do you know what the weird thing is, right? What I said the other day, and I think Kenny um, mentioned it as well, right? I think it was all just the wrong timing for him. Yeah. If someone was to say, okay, Harris comes in, it's never going to happen, but in an ideal made-up uh, world, if Harris comes in till the end of the season, keeps us up, and then someone says, all right, Joe Edwards can come back in, have the full summer, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Because I think if yeah. he had more time to work with players, it would eventually push us forward. And I'm mm. not saying he, he might go on to be a good uh, coach in the future, but it, it just... Just didn't work out. It just wasn't the right time for us. There was no fight, no passion, and it got when it gets to the point where teams like Sheffield Wednesday are coming to the den and just taking a piss out of you. Wait, wait, you just think that nah, this is done now. After right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, hindsight is a wonderful thing, and you're probably right. I mean, the way round it went, and I, I, I was, you know, reflecting before this news, and I thought, you know what? Although I wasn't a route, I mean, we'll speak about route in this podcast, I'm sure. Although I wasn't a great fan of Rowett's football, although I feel that Rowett saw the writing on the wall and thought, I've done as much as I can here, I'm, I'm out, I don't want this on my CV. I still feel he would have kept us safe until the start. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. and then someone yeah. said in the, one of the comments, I'm not sure it was on my comment or or, or, or or the club's comments, but it said something like, why take that step to change the whole philosophy of the club and then give up so, so fucking quickly? But, you know, I think they've had to, Pete. You know, financially, it would be an absolute disaster if we went down. Yeah, I, I did hear um, someone mention about Mill need to go down. Totally, totally disagree. That yeah, is a no-no for me. But getting back to Joe Edwards, I do feel sorry for him. We do see what he could like, what he was trying to do. We do that. I mean, I think we was all in shock that Middlesbrough game, that first half, 
was mm. absolutely the football was to be well, home. Norwich Norwich at home was really good. I think yeah. the first half hour mm. Coventry away again was really good. It was we started getting those in front in games, which we had yeah, the Norwich one was called by their their their, uh, their attacker winding the Mill fans up. Anyone does that at Millwall, that's when their crowds at the best. You know what I mean? When a factory is Millwall, mm. but I do I do really do feel sorry for for Joe. Would you see when he started off the, the uh, Sheffield Wednesday game? Then we went into a bit of a lull, didn't we? And then I think what he done in a December month, he went back to basics. He went back. I call it back to sort of railway ticket. He didn't go. Attack minded, he went back to the Millwall way. So, what we've done in that Millwall way, he got three wins and a draw, right? Okay, then when we looked at that three wins and a draw, I thought that's it, that's us safe now. All mm. we need four or five wins by the end of the season, we're safe, right? Um, unfortunately, he went after them three wins and a draw, he went back to his own brand of football again, trying to play this uh, unique football, and it didn't work for us, it just it went the other way. And if if he just stood with a mill away for that a little bit longer, we would have been fine. But he just went back to his style of football. And I think that was his downfall. And someone yeah. said, you like something, Kevin said, you can't polish a turd. And that's what he's trying to do. But that mm. month of December, when he went back to basics, that's when he should have st- stood with that. And also, another point of that matter is, I think, <coughs> I think that um, Rowett should have done a clock, really. He should have like turned around and yeah. said, "Listen, I'm going to tell. I'm going to get to the end of the season. I'm going to go, and it could have given him time to settle in, like Joe said, a full season." Yeah. I agree with that bit about Rowett. I think it was all just a bit poorly timed. Listen, um, people know I was always a fan of Rowett, backed him till the end. But if he was to say, "Look, I'm giving it one final shot. I'm going to leave at the end of the season," I'd hold my hands up and be like, "Right, fair enough." I yeah. just think it, it's all just been a bit uh, poorly timed. And people saying, like, oh, he walked away and all this. But I think it, there, there's still two sides to it. Listen, yeah. the fans got on his back. And Mill like to sort of polish over things, put it in a nice way. They never seem to really come out and say they were sacked. But no, that's happened twice now, isn't it? Is that, is that yeah. with Ram with Ram? I thought that today. Like, they always say, no. Like, mutually Mutual. Now, Try to make themselves both sort of look good. Right. I, I totally agree with that comment because I look at three situations that happened. Kenny Jacket, Neil Harris and Rowett, okay? Because it makes the club... Um, get Kenny... Kenny go, sorry, go back so far. But that Kenny Jack scenario when he was made an interview, so I'm looking forward to the start of the season, blah, blah, blah. We have an, that was all set in motion. Then a couple of days later, he'd left by Mooch consent. But I do believe but Mill have got this roundabout way of handling things. So Mill don't look bad and they don't look bad. Aris didn't look bad when he left. Mill didn't look bad because it was mutual consent. The same with Rowett, it was like mutual consent. But I firmly believe Rowett was pushed, my own view. See, I, I, I disagree because I, I did a show Benjamin Bloom and he said, well, Rowett got the got the got um, a new contract. So he's under contract. So Mill wanted him to be the manager of the club. It wasn't, I mean, look, They've got rid of Edwards because we are, we are. We wasn't at that stage under Rowett. But I just think maybe a little ding-dong at Norwich away where he sort of yeah. waved at the fans. That that didn't help things. But for me, he was definitely, you know, under contract. I, I can't see him walking away from, from, from the money. You know, they've had to do it sort of mutually. I think, I mean, I, I, they're all rumours. I heard a rumour that he said, I, I, want, I want to leave. And they said, okay. 
He said, but I want you to sack me. And they was like, well, no, we're not sacking you. Um, so that's go down the route of like a, a mutual consent. But the thing with Rowett as well is, and I don't want to look like I'm always digging Rowett out, and I know it does look like that, but I I think people remember the really, you know, I don't think they remember the bad time so much with Rowett, or they, they brush over it. I mean, don't forget, Rowett won three out of his last 24 games at home. At the start of this season... Okay, um, we lost four new at home to a second string Ipswich side, three new at home to Leeds, three new at home to Swansea. That Norwich game away, three one could have been six or seven. And I think that Rowett thought, do you know what? I've I've sort of wrapped us up in this bubble for so long, but I, I can't fucking I can't sustain that anymore. And I just think that, that you know it's not going to work out going forward. So I want to get out of it before it it goes on my CV because what he definitely isn't. He's silly. He's not stupid, is he, Rowett? But I think if you look back, like those players I mentioned earlier, someone I think it's Steve Lee said, you know, where's where's um, where's Rowett's legacy with players? If you look back, all those players I mentioned: Cooper, Hutchinson, Leonard, Murray Wallace, Balkowski, George Savile, uh, Tom Bradshaw. They're all great for Harris, and you know they're just at the point now. The majority of them, where they're just you know, they was good in the championship four or five years ago, but now it's the league's evolved. They're all getting older, coming towards the end of their career slash time the club. And I feel, although Rowett did a good job consolidating us, I feel that in the long term, that that's going to hurt us more. And I feel that's what sort of Joe Edwards got the brunt of that. I'm not blaming Rowett because, you know, as we know, we've got no budget. So he's probably asked for money to buy better players, but they, they've gone, mm. well, there is no money. And he's gone, well, right, what can I do? I'll go again with these players then and I'll, I'll make us difficult to beat and I'll make us robust and structured. And disciplined, I think by the end of it, I just don't think he could he could sustain that anymore. And I think he knew that, and I think that's why, in my opinion, he, he probably he walked more than pushed. But his successor, I mean, look, <coughs> I really feel for him. I just think whoever coming next, it was going to happen to him. Um, ambitious from the club to appoint him, um, and I wanted it. But I said, if it doesn't work out, young manager can just fuck him off again. Only rumours. In the box on Saturday, I was obviously streaming, but a few boys went in early before half time to just crack some of the booze. And someone within who comes into the box, he said, apparently they ain't got the money to pay Edwards off. Um, so at that point, I was thinking, fuck me, is it they giving it to a young manager so they they don't mind going down? They're prepared to go down if they do. Let him bring it, you know, back up slowly with youngsters like we did, you know, before under McGee when we had no money, we was just come through the other side of administration, but um. I'm pleased the club have done what they've done. They've had to pay Edwards off. Here and there to give Cambridge around 75 grand for, for Neil Harris. Um, so the club have showed the ambition in, in my opinion, definitely not wanting to go down. And if you look at Edwards' um, record, boys, it don't make fantastic reading, does it? No, not at all. No. Played 19, won four, drawn four, lost 11. We actually won like pizza. We actually won three games in a row. Over Christmas, QPR own. The other one was his first game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. QPR own, um, Norwich home, Bristol City away. Uh, we did lose twice to Leicester, three-two in there. One of them was in the FA Cup, but no win since New Year's Day away at Bristol City, and he lost six out of the last seven league games. Um, which leaves us. Well, let's look at the last five results: Preston draw. Hull loss, Coventry loss, Ipswich hammered 
and then Sheffield Wednesday hammered. I'm, I, I, I don't know, boys, why do you think they left it till Wednesday to sack him? Was it Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. Why not do it after the game? You know why, Dan? Because they they have to get things in place, don't they? They have to start talking to people. And I reckon more than likely he was sacked on the Saturday, but they had to negotiate with Neil Harris to get him through. You know, you've got to have paperwork and all things, the signs of, that you've got to get things in place, haven't you? Um, for the for the football league, um, so personally, I think it started on the probably the Sunday. All this, and um, uh, that was probably over the line on probably Tuesday. But you know, you you got the no, you, you got the room out Tuesday night, didn't you? So then we were told Wednesday yesterday, right? So I reckon this was all signed and delivered on the Monday. We heard the rumor on the Tuesday, and then it was officially on the Wednesday. So. It wasn't that long. I think they got rid of him on a Saturday, but it weren't publicised. He's got his payoff. Keep your mouth shut. We're negotiating with Neil. And I think that was signed, sealed and delivered probably Monday night. And we got mm. to take a rumour Tuesday, didn't we? You, you sent on the group. And then Wednesday, because I couldn't believe that. I thought, that's a load of rubbish. That ain't happening. And then the next day, Wednesday, it became official. So that was all That was done from Sunday onwards, 100%. I, I think it, maybe it took so long. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. But maybe I don't think they was planning on sacking him. And then I think they fought six goals in a week. And for me, that Sheffield Wednesday game actually looked like the... Because I, I, I kept saying he can motivate the players. You've only got to look at the way they've started games against Coventry. Um, like Joe says, Middlesbrough. They're starting games playing unbelievable for half hour, Joe. And then just capitulating with like individual errors at the back. And I could see Edwards getting frustrated. So I don't know if they weren't planning on sacking him and then thought, you know what? I mean, it's been a particular. I know there's no easy games in the champ. It's been a particularly difficult month, fixtures wise, isn't it? Yeah. Um, one thing I'll allude to is um, I've been saying it for weeks now. I think there's behind the scenes there seems to be a clear sort of problem with the mentality of the players. Yeah. I so agree. in a way, I do feel sorry for Edwards because you can only tell the players so much, and um, you you look at how it's been last uh, month or two. We as soon as we concede one goal. Us as Millwall fans, the way it's been, you know, it's done. We ain't getting nothing out of this game. Yeah. But we, we, we're we a good team for 30 minutes and this little spell at the start of the games has now become a bit short. It's gone from a good sort of uh, 35 minutes, then it was a good 30 minutes. Now it's good 25, then 20. But an, another thing I'd say as well is, um, despite the fact I've said... I've seen us play really well under him in some spells. There have also been certain games that I can look back on from the start. QPR away stands out to me. Uh, mm. Most of them, I could probably name a couple of others where even from the start of the game, I've said in some of the interviews after, I can't see what our game plan was from the beginning. Like I do not know what we were trying to achieve. But um, yeah, that's just a, another little thing to add into it. Yeah, Callum says, brilliant football for 20, 30 minutes under Edwards. But unfortunately, games are 90 minutes long. A few people said that, you know, if the games are half an hour long, it's going to be top of the league. Yeah, I said that in my interview loads of times. I said, someone's got to tell that team that the game lasts 90 minutes, not 25, 30 minutes, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that's obviously down to the fitness levels. It took a yeah. lot out of them, them 20, 25 minutes. Took, took a hell of a lot out of their players. And like I say, they just got... So, Ty, you looked at the cutting game, I think, 
One where McNamara was so far up the pitch that left us open to a goal. And the other one, there was um, Joe Bryan was so far up the pitch and they come down the right side with it and done it. So it was the... It was, I, I could see he was trying to bring in like that Tangera because he thought with more athletic, he could get back and up and down the pitch a bit more. But um, that wasn't to be because Tangera ended up making a few mistakes, didn't he? So... Um, yeah, I feel, I guess, another another aspect where, where Edwards was really unlucky. Like, we all said, when we got that transfer window and we signed Sanganga, and I, I put it on a, a couple of our groups and people were like, fuck off, we won't get him. He's mostly good for us. And then we got him and then we got over Femi. Everyone was going, see, this is the advantage of Edwards. He's got contacts. Mm-hmm. Bro, could have never got these players in. But, I mean, over Femi's been ill since he turned up pretty much. He changed yeah. shadows for a bit at Hull. Do you know what I mean? And Sanganga looks like he's going to play in the National League. I believe, the, personally, I think the geezer sulking. I think he got tur- turned off at half-time. So I said he could have a bit of a chip on his shoulder. I reckon he's like got the up because he was taken off at half-time. And I reckon there's something behind the scenes going on. That he's, I mean, when have you heard of a player being sick after just... I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Sick, you know, like, not even an injury, sick. I just think they're making screw to the phone. I, don't, I think he's... Um, there's something going on beyond the scenes we don't know about with him. That's maybe why. so, maybe so. So Dave, David says problem with Jay is is a supply teacher. And I, I get what you're saying there, mate. You know, obviously a good coach. Yeah. But, um, management, especially management of our football club is a completely different thing. Ted, good evening, mate. You said Edwards ain't got a scooby, he won't get a job in the EFL again. That probably, to be honest, that probably is not a fucking bad statement, is it? This no. one made me laugh. Super Steve Morrison. What Edwards was trying to do mid-season was like open-heart surgery with a knife and fork. That yeah. sort of thing needs a full pre-season and a transfer window. Yeah, as I said, so I right. agree with that, and I feel sorry for him. And maybe he got thrown to the walls, but, you know, he wanted the job. He took the job. And it's the most unforgiving job in, in, in English football, probably, isn't it, really, to be honest? Yeah, when it, when you heard Edwards speak, he didn't like give me confidence in the way he spoke. He's always sort of like melancholy, down. He was never mm-hmm. like positive uh, uh, sort of manager. Do you know what I mean? He was sort of like, he sort of made me fall asleep all the time listening to him. Same time. He was always sort of saying the same things in his interviews yeah. as well from early on. It's like, oh, the, kept blaming the players and saying, oh, they're not carrying out these shots. We need to go back to basics. We're not doing the basics right. Like, how many times did we hear that? It's only so many times yeah. you keep coming yeah. up. And towards the end, his interviews last couple of games, he just looked lost. He looked like a rabbit well, in the headlights. Right. Just yeah, he looked, like, he looked like he was going to cry, didn't he? He looked like he was going to yeah. cry. That's how bad yeah. it was. I thought he was going to cry in a minute. But and can I, you imagine him in the dressing room really having a go at the players and trying to gear them up? Because he, he doesn't seem that kind of person. And that's what we actually need right now. Someone to go in and have a right go at them. And I don't think he's the... He was never the guy to sort of do that. Yeah, maybe maybe not strict enough. Maybe, you know, not a lot older than some of the senior players. Maybe he was trying to be their mate too much. Or, I mean, mm. I only heard good things about him from, from the players and the training ground that they liked him. They, you know, his ideas were really fucking good. His sessions were brilliant. He was the first one there every day and the last one to leave. Uh, but I suppose if you get, in, in effect, a promotion of that size mm. from what you've been doing previously, you need to fucking give it everything and... Uh, there was one interview that you're talking about his, his interviews. There was one that sort of did the rounds. Uh, I think it was early this week. 
Yeah, I know he, what you mean. You know the one I'm talking about where he said, saying, mm. like, you know, to be part of Millwood, I mean, it's not nice, you know, for anyone. And people went mad over that. But I think people were reading too much into that. I think people were reading too much into yeah, that. I, I think it was a bit of an overreaction. This, listen, it's obvious like, when you're in a bad position, it's not going to be enjoyable, is it? So I think people well, I think just went a bit over. Honestly, I think, you know, you just yeah. you dress it up. I think he said, look, yeah, any job. But I, I do think that. That Sheffield Wednesday game was prob probably the worst we played under him for a while. Mm. Um, although we've had a few defeats, I just feel you know I do feel he's unlucky at points, or we've been good at you know patches of a game, but not a whole one. But that Sheffield Wednesday one for me, he did fuck it where he didn't go four at the back, um, and that was the sort of the least confident the players had looked from the start, the least attacking they'd been, and that, uh, that was at that point when I just think, Joe, you know what is he fucking? He actually lost the dressing room, and I think, yeah, you know, if you do lose the dressing room, no matter what your level you're at, look, I mean, look at people like Jose Mourinho, fucking uh, when he's at Man United, players mm. down tools, and uh, yeah, but I think the Mill fans were good with him in a way because we yeah. never he, he didn't get bundles of abuse or anything like that. We base we basically as fans focused on the players, blaming the players. We weren't mm. really calling, even though. All right, I was I, I, I said to my last he should go now, but I think the Millwall crowd was based on the players' performance, yeah, not Joe Edwards as such. You know what I mean? Um, because you could see the players were not trying, especially that last you know last seventy minutes ago, twenty minutes great, they weren't trying after that, and we could see that they weren't trying, and that's why we give it to the players. And I think there was only two that come up to the bands and clapped in the end. That was um. Uh, Fleming and um, maybe that one came yeah, over. think come Macu. over. Rest maybe Norton Cuffey as well. I know they, they put in a, a, a far, far below uh, our performance. It's actually uh, someone. Some other names that keep cropping up. Trev, good evening, mate. You dropped you drop the golf off the end of your name. Is that you got divorced or you just just going a little bit less um, big time these days? He says uh, Aldridge and Kavanagh are clueless. That's why. Um. This Alex Aldridge guy is getting a, a lot <laughs> and a lot of shit. I've actually seen a, I've, I've never seen him in my life. I've actually seen a picture of him online this week. Someone's actually found a way to make like a cartoon graphic of him, Kavanaugh, and Edwards. And it was like, as like a cross through Edwards, and it's like one down, two to go. And I see someone else post saying, like, uh, Aldridge is a fucking championship manager nerd. Kavanaugh's West Ham. Um, <laughs> Max McLennan's West Ham and like Max McLennan's the fucking content career. Like someone was like, well, no, he was at Port Vale. Like, in an ideal world, everyone will be Mill fans. I don't know if these people are or aren't fucking West Ham fans, but I mean, are we going a little bit far away from the? I mean, we may not be because a lot of people are saying it. Alex Aldridge is the head of recruitment, but my argument to defend him, and I don't know him, I, I don't want to defend, I don't need to defend him. But my argument will be the recent transfer window we've had, the signing of Casper de Noor, Zian Fleming, um, even, you know, Alan Campbell, who's all excited about, Norton Cuffey. So my argument will be, you know, when we signed in these players we're signing, people were excited. But now it's going wrong. People are, are blaming. And he's, I'm, as yeah. far as I'm aware, he's just head of recruitment. No, um, I, I actually heard someone else mention this the other day and, it is actually making me laugh the amount of abuse uh, they've been getting. Not not in a that I don't uh, 
agree with it, but yeah, it's been funny. But um, I've heard Alex Aldridge, when you actually look, he's now head of football operations and recruitment officer or something. Oh, and really? I heard, he's like, yeah. look, chef slash security guard. Yeah, so so this is a, all a bit of a bit of a joke at the minute. Since it seems as if uh, since James Berylson's taken over, these people have suddenly got a, a bit more power. The likes of there's him, and I heard this Billy Taylor mentioned the other day, chief operation something. It's just like as if these people have been that haven't done anything in football, being over promoted, and they're just giving them these yeah. ridiculous terms. And I, what, what are they actually doing? Well, I can tell you, I can tell you what Billy Taylor does because I know Billy Taylor, and he's he's actually all right. I've, I've had dealings mm. with him. He basically oversees everything that goes on business wise, but he, he's not involved to the extent of, to my knowledge, and since I haven't spoken to him in probably a year or so, um, he he sort of distributes the work to other people. You know what's going on in terms of you know people like me. You will keep your eye on that to what, what they know and what they're finding out and. And things along those lines, you know what I mean? So, I mean, he's he's not, you know, he's not a fucking director of football or, you know, whatever it is. But I don't know, I'm, just, I'm not sure people were, I might, I might be wrong, people were clutching a little bit. Uh, Steve Kavanagh, CEO, I'm not a fan of, but that's not really anything to do with the football, just dealings I've had with him in the past. Not really a do fan you know the- of the, the funny thing, which is, is quite uh, obvious, everyone knows, that the whole Alex Aldridge situation, the amount of stick he's getting now. But when you think about it, he, he was actually, his name come to the forefront initially years ago when he was a reporter for um, he started Southern, news, news, Southern started news, news or South London Press and News at Den. He, he was a journalist. Just How all of a sudden has he become like head of recruitment. Yeah. He's it, literally it, like championship manager. Real he life. must have been fucking good at it, mustn't he? He must have took Woke into the Champions League in five seasons. Because like <laughs> yeah. shit that I don't, can't <laughs> notice. <laughs> but he went, he didn't, he left me, he, he, apparently, I think, I might be wrong, he started news at then. Right? He yeah. started, that's right, yeah. And then he got a job at me a wall. And did he go to Stoke? He went to Stoke, yeah. He sat yes, the soft and then we took I him mean, back. Not my argument to defend him, and I don't need to defend him. I don't know him, but I would say that you know the recruitment has not been the issue. You know, if we, I think we're all excited. I mean, looking at it now, maybe not so great. But Alan Campbell, Oberfemi, Tanganga, Casper mm. uh, Nor, Norton Cuffey, Joe Bryan. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? You can't. <laughs> So just based on the uh, names he's actually brought in, if it a lot of it is down to uh, Aldo, um, these signings have actually got the fans excited, myself included. I think, mm. oh yeah, brilliant, great signings. But when you look at it on the other side of things, that I am starting to look now, I was excited about the Obafemi signing, Tanganga. They haven't really hit the ground running. When no. you look at it in the grand scheme of things, these are players that have actually not kicked the ball for six months. True. No, was it you just so, said that to me, or was it someone else said, well, "We get these players in; they ain't played any football." I mean, look, let's be realistic. Are we being harsh on those players that have come in, Pete? Because they're coming into a side that have lost six out of the last seven games mm-hmm. and they're plummeting at a rate not towards the relegation zone. Do you know what I mean? The, the problem, the problem for me with all these signings, especially this, um, this uh, the transfer window, is that why? Oh, why? 
haven't we got our like our things sorted out like um uh, by, by the end of November right okay we're going to sign these players on the 1st of January right so they're ready to play on the 6th of January okay what do we do we sign them at the end of January they're mm. on the bench for two games which bring you into the yeah. which brings you into the middle of January now they're sick when they get injured brings you to February right it's just too too little too late for me when they sign the players why have they never why have Mill never ever Got players in on the first. We leave it six weeks. We missed out on getting them playing in the same. And it, like you say, it takes them a while because they're not playing football. Yeah, it takes them a while to get up to speed. I think. You know what I'm so it's just, yeah, I, I think I've got a potential answer for that, and it might not be right. But I think it's fair to say that when it comes to transfer dealings and, and money and getting players in. We're not really when that imagine like that it's like starting the London Marathon and the fucking you cut the ribbon at the beginning. We're not really at the front of the queue there, are we? We have to feed off uh, scraps of hang on, they if they get rid of that player, then they don't need that one anymore. If they get someone in, they don't need their third choice striker. So maybe we could have him then, or I don't know if he's saying, you know, in that sense. Uh, it is a very it is a very simple way of putting things through what I've seen as well. I agree with Jake Woodward. He said, Edwards also gets let down by silly mistakes from too many players. Yeah. How, um, do, how do we how do we go from that December? I think we had four clean sheets to concealing loads of goals. Maybe I'll put that down to Hutchinson being injured. Because mm. why it was in, I think it was in the squad at that time when we had the four clean sheets. Yeah. Yeah. And then as soon as he got injured, bang, that was it. And Leonard, I think, got injured as well. Leonard... And mm. Hutchison had that sort of thing at the back and it all like sewn up. But as soon as them two got injured, that's when we went backwards. See, you, can re- you can refer that back to Cooper as well because he, he's had some major stick recently, uh, rightly so. But he is not the same player without Hutchinson beside him, is he? He really ain't. No, he ain't. No. Evening, Stephen Oakley, well, mate, said evening, Danjo Pete. I think Joe Edwards was the right man at the wrong time. Um, and and uh, Tom Maloney says, personally, I think Rowett should have gone after the Blackburn. Maybe Edwards could have come in then, proper summer. Still believe he'd be in now and we'd be nowhere near this bad. I mean, let's look at the league table. It is not fucking looking... Not that any of you probably need to look at the current league table. But we are sitting one point outside the relegation zone. Um, probably the worst form side in the, in the division, along with Rotherham. But I mean, look, <coughs> sorry, I can't shake this fucking cough. Um, two wins, it all looks very different again, doesn't it? There's a little thing right up there, it's really pretty much the Cardiff and Middlesbrough. I mean, Blackburn ain't getting results, Plymouth aren't getting results, Stoke aren't getting results. So it's, it's, it's very much achievable, which brings us on. And 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 I and I still it's been like it's been over twenty four hours and I, I still cannot believe it. I still cannot believe it. Neil Harris makes a shock return to be Mill manager. Mill will pay compensation to Cambridge in League Two. And Harris leaves and returns once again for his second spell as a manager. Five years after he left, nearly in October two thousand and nineteen. Neil Harris has now managed in. League One, League Two, and the Championship this season. Of all that, though, you would think, as much as I love him, 
he would get them fucking gnashes done, wouldn't you? Yeah, I thought that myself earlier looking at that when yeah, I yeah, see that, that picture. Fucking racket, that guy, but I still love it him. It actually stick out to me. Yeah. Right, so let's, let's talk. I mean, I, I, I got sent a voice note before we went on, on air and someone said this was, I mean, again, I'm not saying this is true. This is a voice note, which I'm sure a lot of you have received. I know one of you did because one of you on the stream said it to me. I've seen it already. Seen your name on there. Um, that um, this was pretty much a decision made by the aforementioned Alex Aldridge, Championship Manager Ed Legend, and <laughs> Steve West Ham Kavanagh, apparently, allegedly. Um, yeah. I mean, as, as opposed to where the Joe Edwards appointment was more James Berylson's decision. So if that voice note is true, boys, do you think that Berylson can't keep coming over every two minutes? And he's probably said, look, if you think it's the right decision, we'll leave it in your hands. Pete, the return of Neil Harris, just just, just talk to me about it. Right, I'll talk to you about it, all right? Um, you've done an interview with me about, about four or five years ago, I think, when Rowett just came, came into the job. And I've said, if you look, if people look back on that video, I remember saying, Rowett's in for three or four years. And I think if he has, he'll probably stabilise the club, which he did. And then I think if he hasn't taken us to that next level, we need to change it, which we did, which didn't work out. But now with the appointment of Aris, we've gone back five years, yeah, mm -hmm. to where it all started, right? To where it all started. What I, I find disappointing about this whole, uh, I think you call it a mess, really, is that fair dudes? I think if, if if Harris had come back with a, a different second man, you know, with other yeah. ideas, I could go, you know what? Well, like for example, for me, if, if he come back with Steve Morrison as his second man, I could say, well, okay, it's different. It's different this time. It might be different, you know, things like, or he brought a more experienced manager behind him as well um, to feed up in. But he's brought Livermore back. Yeah, that's stuck out to me. Livermore's been out of a job. I mean, it's I know it's, I've heard his job for mate scenario and all that, but this is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Uh, fair <laughs> dues, Neil Harris, but to to bring Livermore back as well, I think it's a shambles. I really do. While we're, while we're talking about who's back, well, let's talk about who's never left, but he's been there the whole time. Where is it? I've just seen it. Just about to mention him. Go on then, Joe, Trev. Why hasn't Barrett left? How the hell does he keep hanging on? Well, he's yeah, he's Barney's not clinging on. Trevor, like yours, no offense. Just your photo. Um, I said when when Edwards come in, Barrett's got to go now. He's been a good servant mm. for the club, it's but nice. he has to go. Um, and I'm not saying it was you know Barrett's fault why Joe Edwards didn't succeed. But we're back, like Pete said. I started the channel on the third of March, two thousand and sixteen, and for example. Um, my son, Henry, would have been, what, at the time? Nine. Okay? Um, he's absolutely buzzing, right? And he's now 17 and doing his first driving lesson on Friday. He was like, he's a club leader. He don't really even remember Neil Harris being there. It's been that long, do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, like to come back, and I've seen an interview with Harris. Have you watched it, boys, the interview on the yeah. TV? Yeah. It's free, by yeah. the way. You've only got to sign up to me all TV. You haven't got to pay for that particular interview. Um, I mean, I do like the things he says. He says the right things. He says what we want to hear. 
you know, he is invested in the club. Whether you know, and, and we always want this, don't we? Oh, we need someone who gets the club. He does get the club, but he said he's gone away. He's learnt a lot. Um, he said Mills in his DNA, it's in Livermore's DNA, and I suppose Pete said, so, so "Why is he not brought back Morrison? Morrison's got, uh, got a job in it. I mean, he's a son manager. He maybe thinks, well, look, don't fix what's not broken. We, we managed to do it once, and I think I think Harris is very much looking at this in terms of when he came in for Holloway. He didn't have half as long as he's got now to save us." Mm-hmm. And he didn't save us. But we're talking about the club potentially going down as well. Do you think the club appointed him to save us? But if he doesn't save us, 18-month contract suggests, well, okay, if anyone can save us, Neil Harris can. If anyone can get us out of League One, Neil Harris has proved he can. Joe, what do you think? Yeah, um, for me, massive backward step. Um, I get he's a club legend and... Got nothing but respect for him, but you just got to look look back at the way it ended. It was we we were terrible, and it's like it's, it's the fact you mentioned bring his name to the forefront again. Adam Barrett, you're going back as my dad said the whole thing with Dave Livermore as his assistant, and then you've still got Adam Barrett there. Neil Harris, Dave Livermore, Adam Barrett. It just doesn't cry out anything to me. You know um, what I actually pointed out? What I thought about his interview. The first start of it, before he's even said anything, he's kind of like, I get he's probably excitement, but I said sort of a half-hearted joke. I said, he looks like he's trying not to laugh. He's sort of biting his lip. And I said to Connor, I said to Connor, I sent him the video and I went, um, he looks like he just wants to laugh because he's thinking, how the hell have I managed to get back in this seat? Well, he did say, he, did say he was surprised to get the call and he has alluded to the fact that he made a promise to John Berylson that if, if the club were ever in need and the call came, he'd answer it. Mm. The thing is as well, I think if it said, listen, I know that they probably wouldn't have given just a contract to the end of the season. So he might not have taken it because he was in a fairly stable job at uh, Cambridge. Yeah. But as soon as I saw 18 month contracts and I, I put it out yesterday, I said, if, and a big if, we managed to stay up. What, what? Where does that then take us next season? It feels mm. like a name of again under him just to stay in the league. How have we gone? It feels like we've undone last four or five years of hard work. Yeah. Always tried to push on, yeah. even on the route. Some people moaned about him, but I feel like we he stabilised us. We slowly pushed it on. Listen, we've always had slow starts to the season. I still think we may still have pushed on going later on into the season with Rowett in charge. But um, this now just feels like a hope of pushing forward to the next level. Mm. And if he's here still next season, it just suddenly feels like the aim is just to stay in the league now. Yeah. It- have we gone from knocking on the door to bang straight down here in such a short space of time? I think it's ridiculous. But my, my, my memory is, is is the shocking games against Luton away and Fulham. Yeah, it's last one. Yeah. They was abs- I've never seen that Fulham that they, game at Fulham, Pete. You were fucking cracking me up that night. They had. I think I said to Joe once, they, they're going to hit a thousand passes here. This is going to be. A, you was going. This is going to be a championship record. Lads were going. Yeah. All right, Dad. All right, Dad. He's going. No, I'm fucking telling you, this is going to be a championship record for possession. You wait, I'm telling you, you kept on and on. At half time, you went, yeah, oh, look, Fulham, championship record, 87%. <laughs> I 
What's yeah. that? Then it worked out that <laughs> 197 passes. Takes three games normally to get the amount of passes. And that's my forbidden memory of Neil Harris. That one on the look at. And yes, the crowd turned because we literally had enough. And, mm. you know, it was shocking. And I'm just... I know we've got we're a battle now. I, listen, I, I don't like... I, I'm, I'm the opposite of like, most old Mill fans. We want our Millwall back. We want this fighting spirit. I did, yes, I did want the good football. And uh, and I was hoping it was going to come under it. Was it eight? But, again, like Joe said as well, it's it's going to be not pretty to watch. No, but it's not. I suppose no, on the no. other end of the spectrum, if we stay up, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? But mm. we we have to, if we stay up, someone stay up, we, we have to move on as a club. I keep saying that. And you can't, you know, keep playing this... Mill will kick it in the air, lump it, and all that. And I know no. to strikers with not to five foot. Yeah, I know we need it at the moment. We do need it. We have to go back to mm. this old Mill sort of style. But for God's sake, like I say, we've gone back five, six years, and you know, I just hope he um, he could keep us up, and then maybe like say go at the end of the season or something, you know. But that ain't yeah, coming. well, for, for my two pennies, in my opinion, for what it's worth. Right, I'll be honest. If we, if you look back at the times over the last, just say since the channel began, right, last eight years, what's your overriding great memories as a Mill fan? Getting promoted, all right, it was the league below. Leicester, FA Cup, Everton, FA Cup. I personally don't think we was ever knocking on the door of going higher. I don't think we'll ever go higher unless someone buys the club. Because as well as the Berylsons have done for us, and as much as you know, as invested as they are emotionally, I don't think that they have got or willing to put in the sort of money that will take us to the next level. So, in my mind, we've had a good few seasons. We got sort of maybe a little bit of a false position at times under our eighth, ninth, eleventh, whatever it is. But for me, other than a stint where we went down to League One, like Steve Morrison says there, League One's a fucking tough league now. There's a lot of big clubs in it. Yeah. And we went, I oh, will go down for a year and all of the animal come back up. And we stand there, I think, seven. My existence, my happy existence as a Millwall fan is surviving in the championship, win a few, lose a few, and, and put together a, a cup run, which we always did under Harris. And we never once did under Gary Rowett because he wasn't willing to go yeah. for the juggler of teams. You know what I mean? But with Harris now... If you, it's, it's very strange. I said this in my video yesterday, and I'm fuming that, that it was the one day in the eight years that I didn't have a fucking laptop. Absolute shambles of videos filled on my phone. I've got a new laptop now, thank God. But I just think it's a masterstroke from the club in the sense of we're all saying we're going backwards, right? And we haven't yet. And I think the club don't want that. I think if we get relegated, yes, of course we've gone backwards. So I think the one man that can lead. Any group of players, I reckon he can will us us three out and put us in the start of eleven and ride us up enough. I mean, look, it, there was three thousand tickets sold for Southampton Saturday. I reckon a good thousand of those weren't going to go. Now they're like gold dust; you can't get them. It's mm. rolled the fans up. I think it'll roll the players up enough. And he, he has said in his interview that was on the All TV that we've got we have got the quality there amongst players. That this, you know, this thirteen games, I think. You've got to look beyond it because he's got an 18-month contract. 
and again, that voice note I got earlier may or may not be true. Said that he actually wanted the club wanted to give him more longer, and he said, "No, I'll do eighteen months." Um, if if he keeps us up, then I just feel everything else going forward at the minute is irrelevant. I feel this. Let's get over that hurdle first. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We have to stay up. End, end of end of conversation. End of story. We have to stay up. Yeah. And then if we do, yeah. then we can look at right. Fuck me. Does Alex Aldridge need to get sacked? Do we need new head of recruitment? I, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. Many Millwall fans know what's going on with this league at the next year. But um, what I heard, I'm probably getting the money wrong. But I think it's something like if we stay in the division next year, we'd get right. Close to 15, 16 million, and um, League One will get like four or five million or something like that because Sky want to cover minimum of 20 championship games per club. That means we'll be playing Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night. So, gone around well, Saturdays will be out of the window, our regular Saturdays. And that's why it's, and the only one against that, by the way, is meant to be Luton Town because you can understand why because they're going to stop the parachute payments. That's why all their meetings last week. So it is very, very, very important we stay in this league. Yeah, because then it'll be next year, it'll be more of a level playing field. And, you know, it'll be, it won't be just one club, like the three clubs got relegated, picking off all the good players. We'll be on a level playing field where we can attract them as well. So it's very important mm. we stay in this league. And going down, we've, you look at some of the teams down there, there's a lot of big teams in that league now. And, People with this idea think, oh, just go down, reset, we'll come straight back up. It's not that simple. We won't just come straight back up that easy. No. We definitely, definitely won't. Mr. Harrods, thank you, mate, for your uh, kind donation. Super chats are open. You can donate to the channel via the comment sections if you so wish. Pete Bora is another Pete who's a main man. I know Pete Bora. Hope you're well, mate. I beat you just beat me too. I don't know what I beat you to. Um, but we're on the same page, mate, so it's all good. Right, Neil Harris, as much as I think he is the man to do exactly what we have to do, first and foremost, right, we have to, we have to, it's it's a little bit like, you know, you, you're going to, you got to cut your leg off to save your life. All right, we're going to do that. Do you know what I mean? But at least we're still alive yeah. and then we, we can go again. Um, going forward, John, what John passes there, can you honestly see, see Harris bringing in premiership thing, players? Yeah. No fucking way. So I'm going to go back now to Neil Harris's first permanent tenure as our manager. Okay, because a lot of people are misremembering this, okay? Now, I'm of the belief that we came out under Harris, of course we did. Then I think we finished seventh in our first season back in the champ. Maybe it was the second season bounce. Then the following season, then we finished 19th, something like that. And in the yeah. third season, he left, right? He, he left. The club asked him to stay, and he said, no, I don't want the fans turning on me. I've got a fucking legacy at this football club. Mate, no, I, said, I think if New Harris wasn't a Mill legend that played for the club at that point, then uh, one person needs to cough again. Sorry, then I don't think he leaves. I don't think he leaves. But I think because he cares about the club, because he didn't want the fans turning on him, he did. Now, people may disagree, but I've done a little bit of... Um, Research today. Neil Harris resigned as Mule manager on the 3rd of October. Let me move that banner. On the 3rd of October 2019, okay? After a 1-1 draw at Luton Town. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Now, if you look at that, yes, we're 18th in the table. Okay. We're also seven points of the playoffs. Yes, we are three points or five points of the relegation zone. But it's 10 games in. So if people say we can't succeed under Harris if we do stay up in this division, well, he's had two finishes in the championship, four seasons, seventh and 19th. Obviously, it ends of the spectrum, yes. Um, but for me, the big question mark is what was just said there in the comments, um, which was, sorry, I was reading that other comment, which was, where was it going with this? Oh, yeah, players-wise, that's where I was going with this. Now, don't forget, at the start of that season, he bought Frank Fielding, Balkowski, so that'd be a good signing for us. Jason McCarthy, was it? Did we get Jason yeah. Malumbi on loan? Connor Mahoney? Um, what would be under Rowett? No, Harry signed Mahoney. Harry, no, Connor Malumbi. Malumbi. No. Or was it? I'm pretty sure. No, it was under Neil Harris, million percent. Oh. Neil Harris brought in Jason Malumbi on loan. Matt Smith. And they, they, again, these are players that, I mean, look at Malumbi. He's knocking around. He's not getting in at West Brom, but he's knocking around at West Brom. I quite like some McCarthy. So, but again, it's all under the constraints of a budget, etc. So, f- firstly, do you boys believe that Neil Harris will keep us up? The million dollar question. Honestly, I, I, I don't think I can give you an answer right now. 
right. really don't. In the comments, in the comments. Can Neil Harris, will Neil Harris, not can he, will Neil Harris keep us up in the comments? Let me know. I'll go right down to the bottom of the comments. I'm going to be, I'm going to be a thing here, and I'm going to say 100% Neil Harris will keep us up. But. You sure? Well, no, no, he will, because I think what we got to, we got to brush over the next four games. we got to forget about the Leeds. We've got to forget about the Southampton and the Leicester. Yeah, okay, because that's going to be new point, whatever, right? Okay, it's the we need. I think we need four to five wins, and I think if I you get that the, five wins, yeah. five wins in thirteen games is is a big yeah. ask. It's it, 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 a big ask, to be fair. But one so, one, one, what? So, so did the other team below us need six to win six games, right? So it's a big ask for them, isn't it? Right, mm. to win six games to overtake up. So. I reckon we got four to four to five wins in that, especially with him at home. Um, I think we, I think we will. Um, but again, I don't think he'll be the man for next season. But I'm sure. I'm sure. It might oh, it's weird. I completely agree. I said that in my video the other day. I think no one else could do a better job of trying to keep us up. But going forward, I've got to be honest. A second stab for him in the championship. It's evolved even more so than when he was here before. <coughs> I think he will struggle. I mean, imagine he kept us up and walked away. Oh, fucking hell. They'd have to build two oh, statues. Oh, my hands have to say fair play. He would be a legend, wouldn't he? That would be the best thing, I think. Best possible scenario. I mean, that would just be that would just be unbelievable. To walk away from a job he had at Cambridge, to come here for 13 games, keep us up and walk up, walk away, and that's it. And then done. Just, just leave it there. That's a fucking mic drop Conor McGregor walkout, isn't it, all day long? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mill KP, there's Mill Royalty in the in the group, in the chat. Mill KP, how you doing, mate? He says, Harry signed Malumbi Smith Scalak. Fucking, I forgot about that charlatan. Scalak? Um, Scalak. Remember, apparently he had, a, he had like a fucking red Ferrari. He rocked up to training in it, and Harris went, what the fuck's that? And he went, that's my new car. He went, whatever you do, don't bring that to the ground. You can bring it to the training ground, but don't take that to the den. Yeah, he was like, why? And he went, just don't. <laughs> Kenny, how are you, mate? You missed, you missed the cut tonight. You got a bit late, but I think me, you, and um, Henry Morgan, remember Hen Henry? Um, I think us three are gonna have a bash at one next week. Yeah, Keith and Bell and Evans weren't that one of that was Rowett signings in January, I think, when he was really struggling. Right, Greeny Boy says, Yes, he will keep us up. He says, Will Harris keep us up? Gary Bartholomew said, The silent says it all. That's what I said. It all went quiet, and then Pete went, "Yeah, he was he was um, deep in thought, <laughs> wasn't you, Pete?" Uh, yeah. I, Charlie Richard, how you doing, mate? You, know no, you know what it is? It's the rom romantic side of Neil Harris, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. That, it's that you really, really listen. If any manager in the world I want to do well, well at Millwall, it would be Neil Harris. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it would be Neil Harris. He's a, he's a legendary figure at Millwall. It always will be, no matter what happens in this last period and this. It'll always be remembered for what he done for this club, you know. And it's the romantic side of me, that, that sort of belief. And I think, even though the football won't be great, the passion will be great, and yeah. they'll make sure that them players put in a shift for us. Yeah. And if you looked at our last couple of games at the Den, the ground was passionless, wasn't it? Because mm. we were beaten to a punk. Because we we and the, the other two, the two away group, uh, Sheffield Wednesday and um, Ipswich. 
Well, so, so do I. We couldn't even sing them or nothing. Because uh, that was, I don't know if I was ill. I was ill for the Ipswich game, watched it on telly, yeah, and all I can hear. It was like, it was, all, it was embarrassing. Unlike the Norris game, where you had something that riled the crowd, it needs mm. something sometimes to rile our crowd. And when it does, mate, you might forget because we're going to win that game, you know. And backs against the wall stuff. And I think um, backs always gets the wall stuff is what Neil's all about. And I, 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 you know, because you know, it'd be sad, wouldn't it, if that, if we get relegated, it'll be remembered for probably the only man to get to get us relegated twice, I suppose. Yeah. You don't really want that on your CV, do you? Do you know what I'm saying? No. Or want... we've been 13 games straight, we get to the playoffs, he gets promoted, and then he's <laughs> he's managed in League Two, League One Championship, and the Premier League all in one season. There's the other, there's the other point. Great quiz so, question. Someone was saying to me today, oh, you know, you can't blame the manager. And with my opinion, you can. Also, but I think in this instance, I think the players have got a lot to blame for, right? So they never sort of put the effort in. But when you do look at, you know, like managers and how they turn teams, you only got to look at the likes of Neil Warner and Matt Cooper that inherited a, a, like a usage group of players like Adifold last season, like um, Warner did, and turned them round. Like, and they they, they win an unbelievable amount of games, you know, because mm. he's got that thing about him to get the best out of every player. And I think on this occasion, for these last 13 games, I think Neil will, will get the best he can out of every player there. I, really yeah. I think we're in such a sort of a desperate situation now where, um, listen, it's not going to be pretty, but it's it's a results business. And the way I look at it is Edwards tried to do what every other team is trying to do in this league at the minute. The ticky-tack of pretty football. And I think... Looking at it from this side, didn't necessarily agree with the appointment, but we need to go back to basics. Just fighting aggression, a bit of passion in the performance. So that's what Harris will bring. And I think that's that's the only way we're going to go about it and getting out of this. Oh, we'll get on to team formations in a minute because I've had a guess of what I think his first 11 will be. And Kenny Drake will be very pleased with it. He's a 4-4-2. But I, I said this in my video, what you're saying there about this tick attacker, fucking pop it around the back football. Well, loads of teams get wrong. Do you think yeah. that we're all going to look the championships evolve so much that Harris is going to be way out of his depth? That's what some people are saying. Or do you think it's that now everyone's doing this fucking tippy-tappy? Exactly, yeah. That now, going back to an old school 4-4-2, is, goes in cycles, doesn't yeah. it? Could it be the That's, fucking answer? I was going to say exact same thing. That could somehow work in our favour because everyone's trying to do that and if we just went back to that way it it, it might work um back to what way the original way we used to play yeah, yeah. Harris, yeah, yeah. Boy, if really you look good. if you looked uh at all these teams now like Dan just said they're all not just one team they're all playing it out from the back yeah right? they're all trying to be this new age uh football team playing it out from the back yeah um, but like I say, I, I, I think we we have to go back to what, what we're good at, maybe, and that is the Millwall way at the moment. Um, and that is like um, getting in amongst them um, and just showing a lot of passion. Do you not think that? Do you not think that they oh, were doing that? If you think back to the Norwich game, think back to the first half an hour against Coventry, Middlesbrough. Um, even Ipswich, maybe had about five or six shots. Do you not think that they was aggressive in teams' faces, taking it to them? But 
They just couldn't sustain it. Run out, of, run out of steam. Yeah. Not fit enough. But mm. yeah. So I mean, it, it was just Harry's got to get him fitter then. Yeah, but look at all the teams that have come down to our ground this year. Nearly every single team all over us. has come down to us and been all over us. Every... But that, was, that was happening under Rowett as well. Um, Three not, wins at his last There was only one team that we, we took it to this year, and that's Rotherham, okay? You know, and then you look at our away form. You look at the away form, like at Leicester, at Leicester and Ipswich, yeah, where you see the amount of intense pressure we was under. We've never, ever done that at Millwall. We ne- we seem to be the one under intense pressure. We're the one playing one at home up front. Do you know what I mean? So it's um, it's we, you know it's, it's, these teams. I know they've got more money, a lot of them, and they've got better quality players. And it's it's there all to see, really. It's there all to see how we get walked over week in, week out at home, especially at home. It's 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 poor. And the only game with decent game we had this year was Rotherham. Yeah, we beat. Um, Norwich because that was like the Millwall sort of type performance that we went back to. But everyone have a club, even the Blackburns, the the Leeds, the Ipswiches, um, you know, they've just come down and walked all over. And like Joe's doing yeah. this Olays after 30 minutes at our ground. And that's what takes yeah. I don't know what it is. So yeah, we need to, we need to we need to give so many teams a good kick up the arse. Well, you go back to the comments about will you keep us up? Charlie says no, I know Charlie isn't definitely a Rowett fan. Obviously, he isn't a Harris fan or well, wasn't towards the end. He's, I saw a comment from Charlie earlier, but I didn't get a chance to read that. He says, he's in a net coach. What's he going to do? Scream moo in the opposition faces. <laughs> Millwall Tube, how are you, mate? Check out his channel if you haven't already. Always consistent. Always does a good job. Best Mule, co- Second best Mule content career out there. Um, he says, yes, Harris will keep us up. Lee Lion Blue, no. Joe Turner, Yes. On point exterior cleaning, a little bit of promotion for you there. Uh, no chance. Nick Higgins says definitely. Well, as an ex-ally of these, you're going to say yes. <laughs> um, Super Steve, Gary Bartholomew, you no. Know. Funny enough, right? Yesterday, she reminded me. I posted on Instagram yesterday. Um, oh, hang on, I've got my fucking phone on airplane mode. Um, I posted on Instagram yesterday saying um, that I basically still couldn't fucking believe it. Where is it? That one, right? I said probably the craziest day since I started the channel nearly eight years ago, March 2016, when this man was in charge. I'm still in shock, but over the moon he's back. So many of our players have been great servants down the years, but they're coming to the end of their time at the club. If you ask me to give you one name of a man that could rile them up and lead them into battle for 13 cup finals for me or Way, the answer would have always been Neil Harris. He's proved under him he could beat anyone on our day. 3,000 of us backing him at Southampton on Saturday. This changes everything. Um, and then if you look, I said 713 likes. If you look at who's liked it, all ex Mill players, Sean Williams, Connor Mahoney, amongst others. So, you know, they, they, they maybe they're just echoing the good times they had, but I, mm. he always goes, like, look, look at when he was at Gillingham. He took Scott Malone, Sean Williams, Connor Mahoney, Aidan O'Brien. They all want to work with him again. And I, f- I think from that post, seeing that those ex-players have got a belief in it, I feel that he really does instill that belief in, in players. And that's the thing, right here, right now, I'm hoping that will be enough. Is that enough alone? Do, do you know why they're all... Do you know why they're all... Do you know why they're all liking that post? Is because they all think 
they might have a chance of Harris trying to re-sign them back in the summer. Yeah, <laughs> you saw the Matt Smith thing. He does seem to like um, do that, doesn't he? All the clubs he's gone on to, he sort of signed But in Rowett's defence, we hammered Rowett for doing that. He did that, didn't he? He went to Derby and, and other places and he brought in Scott Malone and Mason Bennett and George Evans and um, Jason Shackleton. Yeah, yeah. Shackle or Shackles something. Other players that he'd worked with previously and we hammered hammered him for that. But um it does seem to be a trend that Neil Harris likes to follow as well. And I if, I don't know if you've all seen it, go on Matt Smith's Twitter page. It's them three gigs in it, the family oh, like, they stand on the yeah, two yeah, yeah. and dance around. You you four should do something like that. That'd be good. Um <laughs> And it's it's the, it's the dad dancing down the stairs, and he says, "I'm not Matt Smith." After getting the call from Neil Harris saying, "How fit are you?" And Matt Smith had a little <laughs> comment up on that. Right. So we're talking Neil Harris. We're talking what to expect from a Neil Harris team, and we all know that more than likely, I mean, I'll be amazed if it's not four four two on Saturday. So I had a little think about this, and this is the team. This is not the team I would pick. Okay, just get that out there because people will go, "You're mad. Why would you do this?" This is the team that I think Neil Harris will pick on Saturday at Southampton. I think you'll bring Bart back in goal because he knows him and trusts him pretty much. That's the you know mantra throughout the side. Murray Wallace left back with Joe Bryan, I believe still suspended. Cooper captain with Leonard alongside him. McNamara right back. And then I think he'll go flat midfield with two out-and-out winger-ish. What more right wing? Denor and Savile, the only other thing he might do there is not play Denor. Don't all scream at me. It's not my choice. What I think he might do is play Billy Mitchell because he brought Billy Mitchell into the first team, didn't he? And he likes him. And I think he'll probably play Longman on the left. And then up front, I think I, I think he needs, he will want to play one, one maybe strong on the ball, bigger striker. I don't think there's a place for Zian Fleming in a Neil, in a Neil Harris structured side unless he says a centre forward and Bradshaw he knows and trusts that's the team I think Harris will go with on Saturday uh, shitting on the preview a little bit the preview I haven't filmed obviously due to yesterday's activity and today but I will film that in the morning and it will be out between sort of 1pm or if not I'll stick up at 3pm tomorrow afternoon boys do you think I'm right do you think I'm wrong what, what are you expecting the gaffer to do on Saturday at Southampton I think you're right. That looks like a very Neil Harris-like lineup. Um, listen, that is far from what I'd probably say our best lineup, but you just never know under Harris. Um, Do you know what I was did when I looked at that? Honestly, I looked at it. And I thought, right, but Bolkowski can go yet. Yeah. Then I thought, Marlon Romeo right back, and I thought Williams and Saffold said uh, with Ben Marshall on the left. So okay, we'll replace him with Longman. Yeah, bit of pace on the right. What, uh, what more instead of Jed, and then up front, Morrison and Gregory ish. Morrison and Gregory mm. off wish. That's actually harsh on Bradshaw. <laughs> on oh, both of them, really, because they both scored more goals in the championship than the other two did. But yeah, what do you think? Do you think it's going to look something like that? Um, go on. Personally, no. Um, I see that Joe Bryan. I'll take him in for Wallace. This isn't what I would do, Pete. This is what I think okay. this is what I think Harris will do. All right, but see that Dinore as well. People are banging on about this guy. I am just not. 
I am not one of his fans. I'm sorry. I know it could be controversial. People, people sort of like, oh, didn't already, didn't already. He's a sideward sort of player. Well, everyone hammers Billy Mitchell, Pete, because he don't assist, he don't score, and he plays sideward passes. Casper De is just the fucking Belgian version of wherever he's from. Exactly, exactly. So in my case, I would take out Dinore and, and people ain't gonna like it and put Mitchell in his place because Dinore, I'm sorry, I don't know where all these people get this like they're sort of like uh oh they say, oh Dinore this, Dinore that. Well, I don't know if I'm watching a different game to some of his other middle fans, because I just think he's absolutely cack. He done one thing. He done one thing Saturday, and if he could do that more often, he drove forward with the ball with midfield, and that's what we need. And I think personally, I think Neil, and I think if we could get it, Neil would go five at the back, right? And I think if we could come away from there with a nil-nil, that would be a victory. That would be point getting us in the right direction. And I think yeah, again, yeah. he'll set up not to lose the game, not to. You try to try to set up to win the game. I think he'll set up to not lose it. No, I think he'll set up to not lose it, but he was always 4 4 2. I love that from Charlie, Casper De Boer. Yeah. Thank you, Charlie. Is it Charlie? Charlie, yeah. yeah. He, he's right, Casper De Boer. I don't know what, what he's <laughs> raving about this guy for. And Fleming, I called him out before. Sorry, we have a dig at the players, but I think, I think Harris will see what Fleming's all about and give him, like, a, maybe give him a kick up the arse. For those in the comments going on about, you know, Huntley instead of Denor, why have you not picked Tanganga? This is not the team that I would pick. This is the team that I think Neil Harris will pick. And look, could be miles wrong. Been wrong before. But that's the team I think he will pick. Joe, is it a team that can pick up points at Southampton? No. (laughs) In my honest opinion, no. Not at all. With, with Murray, with Murray <laughs> Wallace in the side, listen, he, he's been a great player for us. But Murray Wallace is is done for me, and he is our weak point. So as soon as I see his name in the starting lineup, I just think we're, we're getting nothing from that. What more doesn't really do anything for me. Bit of a headless chicken. Don't even look up. Runs with his head down. Um, yeah, so I'm really slated of here. But do you know well, what I we, think he, he might possibly do? For no reason. What he might possibly do, I'm thinking, I've got a feeling he might like uh, Obafemi. And I know it sort of goes against everything we think he's going to go route one attacking, but I think he might go Bradshaw Obafemi up top and maybe drop. Yeah. I, I would say about possibly dropping Fleming back into midfield, centre midfield. That's where he's always well. I know he he's played, sort he of played, playing more just behind the striker, isn't he? he? Maybe Williams is the holding player. For those saying, mm. come on, Mitchell isn't better than Denault, that's not what we said. We didn't say that. That was we the said, point of Honeyman. Mitchell gets slated because he don't score, he don't assist, and he passes sideways and backwards. Casper Denault does exactly the same. Yeah, he does, 100%. So these people on here going about he's, he's this and he's that. He is, and it's all about opinions. I respect their opinion. Yeah, cool. My opinion is I, I will put Mitchell in front of him all day long. I don't know what people see in that captain or sorry, but that's my opinion. Well, I wouldn't have either of those now. I'd just put Honeyman in there. Honeyman, Maybe Honeyman yeah. Several. Or Fleming if you were to drop him back. I just see something. I think it might be Mill KP and he said Harris did play a different formation. 
I was going to ask that. How's he sort of? I've not really followed it, what he's done at other teams, but how's yeah, he sort of he set up before? Yeah, he, he plays a different formation at Cambridge. I mean, he's, he's whether we think he's the man for his job or not. He's he's had a he's had a worldie, isn't he? He's gone from <laughs> League One. He got sacked by Gillian. To be fair, I think it's a bit unfair that he got sacked. By yeah, Gillian. third in the league, weren't they? There was yeah, and then obviously Cambridge. Jake again, Jakey. Look, I'm not saying play Longman and what more. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that's the team I think Harris will pick. He'll go with a four four two with out and out wingers. I know Longman isn't that, um, but you don't mind the left winger that cuts in on the right foot. I'm likening it to Ben Marshall. See Billy's comment. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love these comments. Yeah, yeah I see. Yeah, he's got a foreign name. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds better, doesn't he? On the that's on the, what we uh, jump on as fans, don't we? The other one is put their Casper de Snore. I agree with that one. Yeah, <laughs> well, I used to call him Casper de Ballon d'Or because everyone, everyone <laughs> our, our fans went on about him. He, he yeah. got something to do about Plymouth, <coughs> and yet so you, know, you have to go off the nearest point of exit, and he walked past <laughs> our fans, and everyone was going, ah. he, and he clapped back, and everyone was going, "What a player!" Well, because he clapped our fans. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, uh, okay. I just think Harry should go with players. Huh? Uh, they're all great players when we're winning. Yeah. Yeah, look, it's not. I mean, I said this the other day, but they don't become bad players overnight. And it's, it's... but as I have, they have become bad players overnight. You know what I said mm. from years ago. One, once, you know, I've really, really struggled to to pick a man of the match for Millwall in his past six or seven games. Right, I'm thinking yeah. who can I pick to be man of the match? There's not one. Maybe Leonard has put in a couple of performances. Yeah. But I've not been out to pick them. Why can't we ever have a problem where you go, you know, games where we really play well and they're all man in the matches. Every player's putting a shift. But we don't. We only get the odd one or the odd two as a blinder. Why can't they never all together have a blinding game? Even yeah. the team. Or even, or even, I agree with you. I agree. What he needs to do, he needs to get them all putting in a shift. So, at the end of the game, if we lose 3-0, we go, wow, boys, you've done well. you really put in a shift out. And he done well, and he done well, and he done well. That's what we want. I agree. But also, yeah. wouldn't it be nice if we walked off the, they walked off the pitch and we went, all 11 of you was a 7 out of 10 for 90 minutes? Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't even be like a, a, a... There'll be like 9 out of 10 for 20 minutes, and then for the rest, there'll be like a free and the defensive <laughs> mishaps is costing us massive... Again, it's, I don't. I said this in previous videos. I don't think you stop that concentration span. It's like a naughty school kid that fucking switches off and starts launching shit, isn't it? Like, I don't know how he rectifies this <coughs> because under Harris and especially Rowett, we was very uh, well drilled, and, and we used to nick a lot of one nil wins or nil nil draws away, grind out results, disciplined at the back. Do you know what I mean? I see. Um... Did you see that clip of Sam Allardyce the other day where he says uh, everyone's trying to play the ball out from the back these days? And he says, yeah. I've never seen so many mistakes and so many goals conceded from it. Yeah. And I think going back to the whole Edwards thing, saying, well, can you blame him? Can you blame the players? But he was setting up in a way to play it out from the back with 
the same defenders that are incapable of playing out of back. And if you look back on it, he, he never really... Yeah, he made personnel changes each game, but the whole system always stayed the same, didn't it? Mm. Jake, so, there, is, is Harris the same kind of manager now? Well, he says he isn't. He said he's learned to adapt a lot better, didn't he? In that, in that interview, he said, I've learned... Um, he's learned to adapt a lot better. And he's learned a lot, even in his short time at Cambridge, he's learned a lot. So maybe, you know, we won't be, we, we spoke about this the other day, you know, you ain't always got to play the same formation for every every opponent you play. You can yeah. change it up a bit, what, do you know what, what I mean? What was his win rate at Cambridge, Dan? Anyone know? No, I don't know. Um, I was trying to look for it earlier. I was trying to look for, trying to look for their win rates because someone said to me that on another video somewhere that, um, Edwards wasn't his stats weren't that different to Rowitz. I don't know, that surely can't be resolved. I'm not sure. His stat, oh, I mean, I'd like to see Harris. Uh, 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 no, no, no. I, um, you know, if you see like, if he played nine games and say, for example, he won three, that's going to be oh, 35%. What's that? 35 percent win rate for Cambridge. Um, Assuming, yeah, for, for Cambridge, oh, yeah. Mm. Basley says, Hope Harris doesn't sit back to absorb pressure. I mean, on Saturday, I don't think we've got a fucking option. I think that's exactly what it'll be. Yeah, and then but a lot of people uh, asking there, do you think that, um, uh, I see Adam, that. Adam Mayer will get a run under Harris? I mean, he's left footed and he's a winger. I think he's got more chance of getting a run under Harris than he did under Edwards. I'm not about these fucking two wide strikers. I don't think it suits us. I'm not saying play 4 4 2. I've just, sorry, I've just go, gone back to that, um, you know, the win percentage thing. Yeah. Someone put out the other day, I've, I think this must just be in recent years, but it was like the bottom five win percentage rates, and Edwards was bottom with 15%. Then it went Spackman 16, Tuttle 18, Holloway 22. Low mass 25. So Rowett was still far off that because he's not in that bottom five. Know. But yes. yeah, Edwards, lowest uh, win percentage rating. I'd imagine us going back to Kenny Jacket here of 15 years, whatever. Wow. Everyone at Cambridge calling Harris a, a snake. <laughs> um, not surprised. But he's, you know, he's, he's come back to, to a club that he fucking actually genuinely cares about. Yeah, he's rode his way back all the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no manager bounce? Question mark. Multiple times two bounce. Fall of Dewey. That's one thing we never really got under Edwards, wasn't it? Because all you need now, you're full of Dewey. There's right. All you need now is a, a little new manager bounce. We had it for fucking, one game. We had we had a one game bounce, and then fucking. <laughs> He deflated. We couldn't bounce anymore. We lost our space hopper. That, that game, when we won that game, Sheffield Wednesday, 4 0, we was in dreamland, weren't we? Do you know what I mean? We thought, what have we got here? He's done it in one game. Do you know what I mean? Mm, it's all. Just a joy. <laughs> just a joy. Oh. I'll still remember the post on Joe's story, Ed Ball. Yeah. Come back. I was out the night before and someone <laughs> wrote that sign for me. I thought, I'm just going to go with this. Used it once, come back a couple games over Christmas. <laughs> it's funny. It's been a very, very strange few, few months. I still can't, I'm not going to keep going on about it. I still can't believe it. Yes, what's, this, what's actually happened here? 
in but such I, a short space of time. Yeah, that Tuesday night when you said to me, uh, when I see that rumour coming around, I thought, that is not happening. I've actually put a text that saying, what a load of, you know, rubbish and all that stuff. You know, that ain't happening in a million years. And then bloody hell. Next well, to be fair, I'll post it on the group, but I didn't believe it either. That's why I didn't even reply to the vote. And then he's missing me again since put told you. Who, who was that guy? Who was that guy? I don't want to name him because he and Harry knew what he knew, but I get a load of him. I know this person, I know that person. He never mentioned me before the bloke ever. Yeah. <coughs> but um I'll put it on I'll put it on another group of them. I said, I'm not saying this is true, but this is just what I've received. And the geese, my mate put Geezer's talking bollocks, right? Yeah. I put, yeah, probably. And then about 12 hours later, my mates posted the thing from Richard Carley, but the return of the prodigal son, he's back. <laughs> just completely fucking changed his tune. I just can't believe that it all happened so quick. Like, yesterday was like a total whirlwind. <laughs> I just sat there oh, thinking, yeah, I, I, I think, what the hell is going on? Yeah, I think this is in the planning, obviously... Since last week, since the Ipswich game, I thought yeah, that's to think. And then think questions were asked from last week. And then sat, uh, uh, the Saturday game was just a game, right, let's pull the trigger in now. And they they started that negotiations well into yeah. summer. Listen, I, I know Edward's had to go, but I don't think before that, everyone talking saying, yeah, it's time to go. I don't think Neil Harris was the name. I think you, you might have said you did, Dan, but... I didn't hear it from not many people at all no. to say, bring bring back Harris, he's the man. No, so I that agree was, with you. I think that been, was a big, big like surprise. And gone, right, we're in the shit here. Who can fucking save us? Mm. We can get him for not a lot of money and it will definitely come. As um, soon as I them, see his name mentioned, I just thought, what the fuck? Over a, over a fucking Chinese in Harry's bar, fucking one of them, Alex Hawkins <laughs> has gone, Neil Harris. Oh, fucking hell. And uh, Cameron's yeah. gone, Bruh, best idea I've heard all night. And it, it, yeah, that'll it, keep uh, the fans off our back. That'll keep the fans quiet for a bit, yeah. Well, look, look it will. <laughs> the new manager bounce, yes. It will roll the players, yes. It, it has rolled the fan base. Mate, do you know the funniest... Saturday thinking it's going to be anything other than a fucking five minute defeat still. Do, do you know the funniest thing about it all, right? It's probably oh, no. Alex Aldridge, Steve Kavanagh has come to this decision. They'll think, right, bring... bring... <laughs> Bring Harris back. That'll keep the fans happy. <laughs> All of a sudden, everyone's gunning for them, getting off their backs. Yeah, yeah. It they seems to massively backfire. <laughs> They've just deflected it towards themselves now, haven't they? Right. <laughs> yeah. Harris, right, we're kind of getting right, you pair of fuckers. I've never, seen, I've never seen these two get so much abuse as I have Thanks. over the last two days. And they're probably thinking it's the right thing to do. It'll keep the fans happy. <laughs> did you see the... Did you see the um, did you see that picture? Right, the Which picture one? of like Alex Aldridge, Steve Kavanagh, and, and Edwards. It was like one down, two to go, get him out. Of oh that. yeah, 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 yeah. You make me laugh. I see that other one. Uh, I see someone tweeted one. Um, made me laugh. Remember that uh, thing going around? Was it maybe last year or two years ago? The uh, four lads in jeans or something. People keep I see what it was like. Um, they'd put uh, Neil Harris. Uh, I think it was uh, Dave Livermore, Adam Barrett, and maybe Kavanaugh or Aldo's face on the other. <laughs> that made me laugh, to be fair. Here's a good question that I did think of myself earlier, and someone just actually answered it. Or asked it, sorry, should I say. Ben Frampton. Does anyone think that 
Oh, it's not that one. Sorry, the other one you put, Ben. Ben put. Does any? What do you think he'll, he'll appoint a new captain? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you reckon? Uh, yes or no? I reckon it'll be Mitchell. Who? No, I don't think he will. I reckon it'll be Mitchell. He listen. No. Let me show you now. He's looking for Millwall type players, right? Okay. Denore is not a Millwall type player, right? Maybe Savile, but I, I reckon it will raise the bar for uh, for Billy Mitchell and give it. I, I, no. That's my opinion. It's only my opinion. I Remember reckon, when? I reckon he will give it to Billy Mitchell. That's now. like when Holloway made Sid Nelson captain. Remember that? Well, maybe not. No, nah, maybe not as extreme as that. But that just jumped out. Billy Mitchell is a Millwall type player. I know a lot. Of we we've always got his critics and all that. Especially, I make Ted to his legs him off, didn't he, Joe? <laughs> um, but um, I think Harris wants Millwall type players in that team, and he will give you if he gives him the armband, he'll give his confidence a big thing. And I reckon he. I just, I just think he'll get with Mitchell. It's no good being a defender. It's got to be someone in the middle. Well, he, he does That's like Mitchell. We, we know he likes Mitchell. And I did think, I've, I've got a feeling he might start Mitchell Saturday. Oh, sure. I'll be honest, I shit myself and put the law because I knew everyone would have a go at me. That's a huge shout, Pete. I'm not saying it ain't right. But that's who I would probably go for as captain for right yeah. now. Yeah. George Savile. And do you know what? It ain't even anything against Cooper. I think it will do him a favour to take it off him. Hmm. Because at the minute, Cooper's got to be captain. And with that comes a lot of other responsibilities off the pitch. We've got sorting out tickets and fucking everything else. But on top of that, he's got to be a centre-back. On top of that, we're expecting him to score fucking goals. On top of that, we're expecting him to keep clean sheets. And we're expecting him to play fucking one-twos up the pitch with Wes Harley. I think there's just too much going on for Cooper at the minute. I yeah. think if he took it off him and give it to Savile... Joe, what do you think? Do you know what... I I was going to say Savile myself. Personally, that's probably who I'd go for. But back to the question of do you what Neil Harris will do, I personally think he's still going to stick with Cooper because he knows him, he trusts him, sort of one of the senior members of the squads. And I think if Harris comes in and just decides to take it off him, it might... Um, well, his confidence has shattered already. As it, is, it might knock him even more. Who knows? But... I would change it. I'd go for Savile, but I think Harris will, will keep it with Cooper. Um, Billy was captain of the under-21s. Yeah. Um, uh, everyone else says, what, what's in that pen you're puffing? I think he's just saying stuff for that just to rile people up in the no, comments. I think he's saying something. saying something. I'm joking, yeah. Harris, Harris will do this. What we're, we're not saying what we would do here for these things. I think some people, yeah. are, even I've said it could be time for a, a misunderstanding. We're not saying what we would do. We're saying what we think Neil Harris would do. And Neil Harris does go with people and, and um, this, uh, not, not people and... and he likes a character, a Millwall-type character. That's he what he wants. Yeah. Someone that knows, been in the club a long time, knows what it's about. And I know he, he ain't... We know Billy Bits right now, my friend, boy, boy, boy. But he'll give you 100%, isn't it? And that's all we want. Mm. That's what we want at this time. Yeah? Because all the rest of them that's played, including Dinore and, and the rest of them, right? They've not given us 100%. Right? Let's make let's make no bones about that. Not one mm. of them players has given 100%. So you've got to give someone a chance. And, and like I say, like I say, I know he's not the great player, but put him in the squad now because none of them others have done a job. 
Give him a chance. Give him one or two free games. Sarri performed because I'm sure it'll give you more effort than any of that midfield put together. You know the thing with Mitchell, yeah, I've, I kind of get what you're saying, but and, and you're saying you think what Neil Harris would do, but for me, I can't imagine him. I know he's Millwall and this, but I can't imagine him being. He doesn't come across to me on the pitch as being very vocal, someone that will shout at someone and give him a kick up the backside. Whereas I think Savile sometimes does. That's why I don't. I can't really mm. see that side of Mitchell. I know. I know that. I don't really want to get involved in fucking the Billy Mitchell debate, but I will say this. I don't think he'll be captain under Neil Harris. I do think he'll get more game time under Neil Harris than he did under Joe Edwards. Mm. Um, He was captain under 21s. If he's going to fit a Millwall formation, that sort of diamond midfield that Harris plays where one sits, because that's what he will want to... Well, that's what he's now been fucking ingrained to do from Rowett. He'll sit and maybe someone in front of him, like Pete said, a Fleming can go and be that forward-thinking central midfielder. But, and this isn't me saying he's brilliant or anything else, Billy Mitchell and George Savile played about 24 games together straight in the season where we lost to Blackburn in the last game of the season. And that was a That's fucking a good point. There you go. Savile and Mitchell, I'm not saying it was, he was unbelievable or no. anything else, but he Mate. and Savile... And he and he dropped Mitchell out for the Birmingham game, yeah. Uh, and then we scraped his draw. I think we have got a penalty right at the death. It was the season before the season where we nearly thing. But do you, do you remember last season? I think it was last <laughs> season where he started off, and um, then he got a big injury. But the way he started, I've, I've never I really like, got mad at him. People are going to be playing the season and all yeah. Like why he started that season, I said he's on for player of the season, and then he got injured, and it's just all sort of uh falling back. A lot of the others, right? He, he, so. Things in football change quickly. He's clearly suffering from not getting in the side. If when you, you come into the side like a whirlwind, and by the time he was 21, I think he played over fucking 50 times for the club. That's now changed for him, and a lot, a lot of other players like Fleming, like Watmore, like Cooper at the minute. You know, confidence is a massive part of the game. Yeah. But just another thing I want to cover as well from Kaya Martina P. Leonard and Honeyman sent him midfield for me. Now, Kenny goes mad about this because he says, Ryan Leonard's a fucking central midfielder. He even played yeah. 10 a few times, Ryan Leonard. Neil Harris signed Ryan Leonard, didn't he? As a central midfielder. But since yeah. he's left, Gary Rouse converted him into a centre-back slash right-sided centre-back wing-back. And Edwards played in there as well. But Leonard... He's actually a central midfielder. I yeah. would have no issues with Leonard Plants in the midfield. No, nor would I. Neither would I. But uh, the mm. problem we've got with that is I totally agree. And I'd like to see Leonard in centre midfield. But I feel like we're a bit short at the back right now. Yeah. And he does a good job still at the back. That's a and brilliant... we're, inundate, we're inundated with central midfielders at the minute. So... Personally, he may have to stick at the bat. As much as I, I, I agree and I want to see him in centre midfield. Yeah, I agree. He's still doing he's still doing a good job at the back. And we've got plenty of other options there in centre midfield. He's so. up at the back, doesn't he? For, for mm. the biggest mistake, he, he's the one that tracks back or makes that last ditch tackle. He, he can mm. clean up defenders' mistakes. And I yeah. think we need him at the back. I'm sorry, but we need him. What you back. exactly what you boys are saying there is I know I said that's what I think Neil Harris will do, but in the Leonard situation, that's half what I'm hoping he will do because I'm agree completely what 
you two are saying. I mean, if Hutchinson was fit, I'd have Hutchinson on the lead there for a minute. But you're mm-hmm. right. We've got so many central midfielders. You've got Mitchell Campbell and Honeyman that could all come into that centre midfield. So I think in a minute, Ryan Leonard. Sorry to interrupt there, but I was just thinking this earlier, right? Did you know we was after Adam Campbell before? A few years Rowett. back. That was Rowett. Oh, okay. Yeah. But still, I think with a new manager coming in, would Harris possibly try and give him another chance? I mean, or is he still going to be completely frozen out? Who knows? Joe, you won't remember because I don't, you might not have been born or you were very young. Pete, you'll remember. Do you remember when John Doherty came back the second time? Yeah. All right. And he went, uh, right, it's a fresh fucking start for everyone. Everyone's fucking accountable. Every, anyone can get in a squad. And mm. that's before social media and things like that. And he bought, we played Luton away. And I think John Burns scored that day, Edda. <coughs> he bought back in Tony Dolby out of the wilderness after about, for, and that, when there was no social media back in the day, I didn't even know Tony Dolby was still at the club. He'd been in the reserves for about two years. And John Doherty bought Tony Dolby back in um, for, for a few games. And it might be what you're saying, Joe. It could it could turn Alan Campbell into a fucking new player. Yeah. yeah. When you see what, what, what um, Neil Warnock can do with players, yeah, it, it gives them that belief, doesn't he? It? it gives them that belief and instills confidence in them, right? That's what these players ain't got at the moment. They've got no confidence. The back playing out the back, their confidence is shot to bits. So I'm hoping uh, Neil Harris will bring confidence. Up. And yes, he can, like Joe said. He could bring uh, uh, him back into the squad, uh, Campbell, and, and give him that newfound confidence. Um, that's all we're hoping for. That's all we're hoping for. Just before we finish, um, I've seen it part a few times. Bart is too old now. And someone else said, Bart's got no kneecaps. What do you think he'll do with the goal keeper situation? Because someone did mention earlier, he's very loyal to Jordan Archer, even when he was fuck. I don't want to talk about that guy. Makes my blood boil. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't wrong about him. That was old George Long. And, Sarkis is next. What do you yeah. think he'll do in terms of goalkeeper on Saturday? Well, <laughs> let me look at it this way, right? Um, well, let's look at what Sarkis can do. So, nothing. <laughs> He, 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 um, he can't even, when he comes out of corners or crosses, he don't even look comfortable there. He can't, I don't know what's wrong with goalkeepers. He's got no presence, is he, at all? No, they can't make clean catches and things like that. Do you know what I mean? Um, so he can't catch, he can't save, he can't even play the ball out from the back properly. <laughs> I think his conference is shot to pieces. Not bad for 10 grand a week, is it? I look at Bart, <laughs> I look at Bart, yes, his legs are gone. We know that when he, he, he comes out. But I'm expecting uh, quite a few uh, our goal to be peppered on uh, Saturday. And as a shot stopper, yeah, Bart, exactly Bart will be the man. Yeah, not for these like passing out or running out ball, but he, we're going to play a bit deeper, I imagine. Well, we will be. But as a shot stopping, Bart is 10 times better than Sarkic. Um Coming for the ball, I know we know, um, again, Bart don't like to come out and command his area. For crosses, he stands on the line. Sarkic does want to come out, but he's prone to these mistakes, not punching it in the right direction mm. or dropping it. Do you know? So there's a bit of both about each other. But personally, with Chicago and Pepper, I'm going to go for Bart. 
Yeah, I mean, it, I it think really infuriates well. me. It re- you go by as well, Joe, yeah? Yeah. So I was going to go to you after. I just wanted to say, I see it in the comments all the time. I see it on loads of comments. Fucking, what really infuriates me, not as much as Jordan Archer, people say, Bart's legs are gone. His legs were gone when he turned up. That's why we got <laughs> him for £300,000 and not a million. But he's still mm. got back-to-back player of the season because he's an out-and-out shot stopper. And yeah. under Neil Harris, I think he'll suit it more because he ain't got a play at the back. And I yeah. think... I think New Harris will walk in that training ground, say hello to the players, and I reckon, in my mind, he's gone right. Savile, Bradshaw, Bart, Cooper, Hutchinson, Leonard, in here. He needs to call on the senior program. What's going on? I need you. Look, this club's in the shit. We've all fucking been here for a long time. I've been and gone. And you're all coming to the... A lot of them coming to the end of their contracts, by the way. I, mm. can, I need to rely on you boys now. I need... Are oh, you up for a fucking fight? That's what I think he'll do. But this thing with Bartman, his knees were shot. His, his knees were shot when he turned up. He failed two medicals when we bought him. And we still bought him. And everyone went mad. And then Frank Fielding ended up being the one who fucking got meningitis, broke his wrist, fucking fell out a window. And Bart never fucking looked back. But he's, he's never been able to... Remember the first day I ever saw him, I was like, cool. He looked like when he went to kick that ball, like his knee was going to buckle and he knew it was. Mm. But it didn't matter because he just, he's a shot stopper. And when he's played this season, he's played well. Our game was a ready game in the cup this year when the ball came out and we was in that end and he come the ball came he come running and we could see that he just couldn't run. You know? Yeah, but you know what? That I'll I'll go back, I'll know exactly what you're talking about, but thinking about it, how many times in the past before have we actually seen him have to run out for the ball, like he done on that one occasion? We've never really seen that well, right? he hadn't that. played, sorry boys, he hadn't played. A first team game when he played that Reading game for about a year and a half. Right. Mm. So, oh, yes, he can't run. He's got no kneecaps. We know that, but he would have been extra fucking rusty. Yeah. Do you know? I had a conversation with someone earlier actually about this this whole goalkeeper thing. What the football seems to be turning into. It's as if with this whole style, uh, as Joe Edwards tried this. Uh, playing out from the back, tiki-taka. It's as if the keepers have now become an extra sort of cent- central defender when in possession. It's like they want a keeper that's... It doesn't matter if you can't save a football anymore as long as you can play at the yeah. back. They, they want these, goalkeeper anymore. Yeah, they want these players that good would have bought their foot, good, good would have bought their feet, okay to play a five-yard pass, but some of these keepers aren't actually good at the basics going back of shot-stopping. And that's the thing with Sarkic. Mm. Yeah, so I can't imagine Harris trying to do this whole play it out from the back thing. Hence the reason I think he will go back to Bart, who is, I personally think, the better shot stopper. I agree. Someone said, what's Tony Warner doing these days? I spoke to him yesterday. He's a goalkeeper coach at Reading. Right, boys. Charles, how you doing, mate? He says, what we need Saturday is a performance win or lose. Obviously, I'm doing my preview tomorrow, so I won't spoil the party, if you can call it a party. Uh, final thoughts, boys. Saturday, what happens? What new Aris team turns up? What happens on the pitch? Do we get a result? Do we just get a performance that gives us something to cling on to and a little light at the end of the tunnel? I think we're going to lose still. Yeah, my heart, my, my my heart says a draw, but my head says like probably a heavy loss. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
I just hope it ain't too heavy. If we lose, I just hope it ain't too heavy. Yeah. yeah. But it may be, if we do get a heavy defeat, and Harris sees the players that ain't putting in a shift, and you go, right, well, you're not playing next week. You're not definitely playing. You're not definitely playing. It could be a blessing in disguise if we are to lose, that it's heavy, and he can see them players are not putting in a shift. And then he can turn it, try and turn it around with giving other players a chance. I think he said as well in, in that interview that he did with the club, he said, I've, I've come in and I've not got long to prepare for Saturday, so I've got to lean on the staff that are already here. It's a few score predictions. Lee Lyon, Blue, 3-1. This I was laughing. That's what I was laughing at. Either 9-0 Southampton or win 1-0. <laughs> that would know, be, be classic us going. I just can't see them. I can't see them not scoring and I can't see how we're going to score. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping it won't be 7-0 Southampton like Gary Bartholomew does. I think it is a bigger head and heart thing, as my dad said. I think heart says might get a draw one all, but my head's saying a 3-0 defeat, unfortunately. I mean, they are, I mean, I'll cover this some more in the preview, but they have won three and lost two of their previous five league games. Um, and they, last time they lost it in a week. Was it in the week or was it the weekend? No, is it the weekend they lost? No, it was in the week. Yeah. Was, yeah, it was. They lost in the week. 2-1 at home to a hole, though. Mm. Teddy, going for 2-2, two, two, mate. I mean, I, I doubt I'll be all over that. But I can't see how we're going to score. I'll, I'll be any, um, a draw, I'll be more than that. Because I think if we if we can somehow pull out a draw, get a point there, that is going to be massive. Uh, and not just... It'll give it'll give a, a, a big, massive lift to the fans and a big, massive... Can you imagine us getting a draw there? And the players coming up to the fans afterwards, and the fans, yeah. the Millwall, giving them lot of standing ovation. It will do more to them confidence than anything, yeah. than anything, and it will give them the confidence, the belief, the passion that we're behind them, and we're a, we're we're as one. We're at the moment we're not. We're divided. Yeah. We are going there, like Chris says there though. Three thousand will be the twelfth man. That will be that will be. Um... A massive help. The fans are going to be massive. Like I said, you, you can't get a ticket now. They're like gold dust. And in in the week, people were fucking throwing them in the bin and giving them away. Just fucking yeah. whatever. But it's just going to be a good atmosphere, regardless. And I think we will generate and, and harness that. But it's going to be an uphill struggle still, anyway. But listen, it's in there, boys. We've been going for nearly two hours. Cool. Oh, right, quickly, can I just make um, uh, a big shout out to the Millwall under 18s? Oh, fuck me. Well done, mate. Yeah, go on. Yeah, the Millway, congratulations. I wasn't there, but I see the, the, the penalty shootout. And I've got to say, so proud of what the, the under-18's done to reach the, is it the semi-finals? Yeah, the last yeah. Um, we, we just wish and hope and pray that some of you boys, who will, I'm sure you'll make it to the final, be there for the semi-final, by the way, that you can make it to our first team because we need you. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Millwall team in a penalty shootout as well. It's as rare as England winning one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, well said, Pete. Yeah, last four. I mean, we'll all have to try and get on board for that. I didn't go. I was running around yesterday. When it, what was going on with no laptop? I was rocking, running, driving around London like Edley's Chicken trying to sort it out. But I've got it now. New laptop. So there'll be a preview out tomorrow. And we'll all be there Saturday, boys, at Southampton, won't we? Yeah. Yep. We're going. We're there. We're going.
watching uh, the prodigal son who's back once again. Let's hope he can fucking work a miracle, turn water into wine. Oh, <laughs> that nearly two hours saying like about 20 minutes to me. That's gone so quick. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Love the comments, by the way. Everyone that's tuned in, love the comments, yeah? Yeah, and thanks for the comments, there. everyone. Thanks right for subscribing. Right. Thanks for the donations. And hopefully we'll see some of you at Southampton on Saturday. Please subscribe to Lions TV. Come on, you Lions. Come on, you Lions. 